Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we're still camping out, but I think it's actually coming to an end in a story called Koozie George and the Firefly Family Reunion, written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we get into the story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in helping the Koozie George podcast get into the ears of new listeners. It's a big way to support the podcast. Another way you can support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks! And now, let's join the gang for one last hangout around the campfire as they start setting the last of the firewood to burn. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, the fire! Oh, ho, 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 yeah, burn it up, baby! Oh, sorry. Koozie George and the Firefly Family Reunion Once upon a time, Koozie George sat around the campfire with his friends. It was quiet, except for the snaps, crackles, and pops from the fire. Koozie adjusted himself in his chair and pulled his sweater more tightly closed. It was cold on their last night of camping. Whoa, it's the last night here? thought Koozie to himself. We've been here for a whole week already? In fact, the gang had been camping for a whole week. Seven days of hiking, climbing trees, playing flashlight tag, pretending to be a bear and scare everybody. Seven days sure went by fast. But of all those big memories that Koozie loved, and someone probably had pictures of, Koozie was going to miss all the little things about camping even more. The sound of sleeping bags rustling in the night, playing cards by lantern after the sun went down, the crisp, clean air when you first wake up and it's so quiet you can hear the wind, the sound and smell of bacon grilling out in the wide open air, making quick friends with fellow campers in the next campsite, taking a nap in the cool afternoon shade, walking barefoot in the stream. Koozie didn't realize it, but as he thought about all these little things, he started to feel sad. What the sadness? He thought to himself. Why am I feeling sad? Weren't all of these good memories he was thinking of? Suddenly, Breaker Dan cleared his throat. <clears throat> hey guys, do y'all want to play a game? A game? Asked Hula Cats. What kind of game? It's a game called Remember That? Answered Breaker Dan. Oh, I know that game, Rabbit said with a smile. That's when we go around and say a memory that we think everyone else forgot about. Exactly, said Breaker Dan with a twinkle in his eye. The only rule is that you have to start with the phrase, remember that one time, and then go on into the story. What if it happened more than once? Asked Cracker Jack. No, you still say remember that one time, replied Breaker Dan. Everyone looked at Breaker Dan. What? That's the way my granddaddy taught me to play. Okay, fine. We'll play it that way. Besides, I actually can't think of another way to start a story about a memory. Yeah, if I was about to tell you a story about the socks in the wind, said Sally Bright, I would naturally say, remember that one time when Koozie's socks ran away in the wind? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. He only had one sock on when a gust of wind blew the other one away. Everyone started laughing and chuckling as they remembered what happened that one time. 
They had been on a hike their second day of camping, and Koozie took his shoes off to cool down. When it was time to leave, the wind picked up and blew one of his socks away right as he was putting on the first sock. He jumped up while still trying to put on the one sock and ended up hobbling and bobbling to catch up with the other sock. Haha, <laughs> Koozie, you look like a wounded walrus who was trying to get away from a bee. Okay, okay, it wasn't that funny. I ended up losing both of my socks and I still had to hike all the way back to camp. Yeah, if you call that hiking. More like whining all the way back to camp, said Hula, and then pretending she was Koozie. You guys, my feet hurt so bad. You have no idea how much my feet are hurting. I'm going to have stumps on the bottom of my legs by the time we get back. It was a painful hike back. Hey, don't forget that I sacrificed my shirt for the comfort of your precious feet, Koozie. How can we ever forget walking next to a stinky, sweaty, shirtless dude? Said Sally Bright, sarcastically. Honestly, Cracker Jack, we should have just left you out in the wild. Left me out? What? I, I, I made you all bacon! Don't get your eyebrows in a bunch, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was really funny, said Rabbit Sebastian. Remember that one time when me and Koozie were shaking the bushes and growling? Oh, that was terrible, said Hazel Breeze. I thought you were a bear. I almost had a heart attack. Oh, <laughs> that was the best. I was laughing for an hour after that. <laughs> we got you guys so good. Even you, Cracker Jack. Hey, I know it wasn't a bear. I was just uh playing along to make sure everyone else was scared. Playing along my foot, you picked up two big logs and told everyone to get close to the fire. Your face was priceless, Cracker Jack, like a baby squirrel who just had his bottle taken away. Those were my killer instincts. I can't help it when danger comes and I snap into action like a superhero. It was a solid scare. I was really proud of ourselves. I was in the tent changing when you guys started growling. My biggest fear was that I didn't want to run away from a bear in my skivvies through the forest. That was great, said Koozie. Do you remember that other time I scared you guys on the hike? Koozie, if we're going to sit here and listen to all the times you scared us on this trip, we'll be here all night. You are always trying to pop out in front of us, Koozie. Hey, what can I say? Practice makes perfect. Remember that one time when the branch fell in the campsite and knocked over the kitchen? Oh, that wasn't funny. We almost lost all of the bacon. We all jumped into action for that one, said Chip the Bear. I remember holding up the table while you guys turned the burner off the stove. That was dangerous. Knocking over the stove when the fire was on could have really been bad. We were like real-life superheroes. Yeah, we basically saved everyone in the whole camp. But it didn't feel good in the moment. My heart was racing so fast. My heart was racing too. All those poor strips of precious bacon almost ended up on the floor. And you dove to catch the falling plate. Didn't you get hurt from that? Oh, for sure, said Cracker Jack, looking at the band-aids all over his arms. I got scratched up quite a bit from that rescue, but it was worth it. You guys remember when you left me at the store by myself? That was so much fun. Operation Get Brat. Those bananas didn't even know what hit them. Everyone laughed and sighed as they remembered the rescue operation. And then the campfire got a little quiet again as each pair of eyes stared deep into the orange glow of the burning coals. Chip stood up and placed another log on the fire. We've only got a few more pieces of wood left to go. Hey, 
Do you guys remember when I placed the last strip of bacon on the grill this morning? And you shed a tear? Hey, I was having a moment. Gosh, have a heart. Hey, I love meat in the morning just like anybody else, but whatever it is you have for bacon is something else. You may need therapy. Bacon therapy? Does that even exist? It was a joke, Koozie. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Hey, do you guys remember when Hazel went sleepwalking that one night? You know, I'm still not sure that actually happened. Oh, it happened, all right. Scared me three quarters to death when you came up behind me. Wait, what? I don't remember hearing about this. I couldn't sleep the other night, and then I see Hazel standing up and heading out of the tent. I don't remember that. You were snoring too loud to hear anything. I do not snore. Sally, I'd hate to break it to you, but yes, you absolutely snore. You snore your socks off, girl. Like you're trying to win a competition. Okay, okay. So there she was, Hazel Breeze, unzipping the tent at midnight. Didn't you try to stop me? I asked you where you're off to, and you said you were going to the bathroom. I spoke? That's creepy. Creepy doesn't even come close. I was just coming back from the bathroom when I stopped to look around the camp. When I continued walking towards my tent, you were just right there in front of me, standing there looking up. Oh my goodness. That's for sure. I heard Chip asking Hazel some questions outside the tent, but she kept talking gibberish. Like what? What was I saying? Well, I asked you what you were doing, but you told me the bathroom was clogged. I thought you were trying to be funny about what happened the day before, but then you said it's time for donuts, and you started flapping your arms as if you were a bird. <laughs> That's awesome. That's probably when I came outside to check and see what was up. I saw Hazel waving her arms around and twirling around the campsite. Then what happened? I walked up next to her saying her name over and over. She stopped flapping her arms and looked down at the ground. And that's when she started singing, How do you solve a problem like Maria? She started singing what? You know the song from The Sound of Music. The Sound of Music? What kind of a movie name is that? The Sound of Music. It won like a bunch of Academy Awards. Academy Awards? Who is this Academy and why are they giving people awards? Okay, we're getting off topic. Hazel started singing and then she started dancing. Yeah, she tried to get me to join her, but I didn't really want to dance. And she called me Mr. Flutterbuns. I called you what? Mr. Flutterbuns, that's right. Oh my, that's priceless. <laughs> that should have been your code name, dude. Chick, come in, Mr. Flutterbuns. Mr. Flutterbuns, do you read me? Chick, this is Mr. Flutterbuns. These pants are making me itchy. <laughs> ha ha, very funny. I was also the one who made sure Hazel made it back to her tent, safe and sound. I know, we're just teasing. You actually did a great job steering her back to the tent. Wait, you were driving Hazel around? No, I was like navigating her back. When you're sleepwalking, you don't really know where you're going. So you kind of have to give them a little push in the right direction without waking them up. Gosh, I never knew that I sleepwalk. Chip. How were you so good at helping Hazel when she was sleepwalking? My younger brother used to sleepwalk when we were kids. He would wander around the house talking to himself. One time he made it outside. Whoa, he made it outside? That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it's definitely not safe. But he grew out of it after a while. I wonder if I'll ever grow out of it. But hey, what happened next? How did you get me inside the tent? Oh, Chip was so great. 
He kept putting his hand on your shoulder to guide you, and that helped you inside the tent. He kept saying, come on, Hazel, it's time to go to bed. Come on, Hazel, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> Said Koozie laughing. Wow, thanks for helping me out. All I knew was that I woke up in my sleeping bag the next morning. Crazy. You made it all the way back inside the tent and I didn't hear anything. Sally, you couldn't hear a bomb blowing up a house with all your snoring. I don't snore. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, sure, yeah, right. you, oh, yeah. I'll have to record you next time, Sally. I'm just glad I brought earplugs. Earplugs. I could have used some of those. I could have used some nose plugs with all that rooting and tooting going on in our tent. Nose plugs? Yeah. Koozie and Rabbit were making a symphony of music almost a whole night. No, we weren't. I take no responsibility for what my body does when I'm sleeping. Wait, Koozie and Rabbit were singing the whole night? No, not singing. In fact, quite the opposite. Can we please change the subject? Hey, remember that one time when the park ranger said our fire was too big? Honestly, one of the proudest moments of my life. Those flames were huge. It lit up the whole campsite. I love a good-sized campfire. I wish that ranger would have let us keep the fire going that time. It wasn't so big to make us put it out. I don't know, Chip. I was getting a little worried myself. It's no big deal. We've got ourselves a nice fire right now on our last night of the camping trip. Speaking of which, said Koozie as he picked up the last log and threw it onto the fire, we should keep this thing going for as long as we can. The red-hot coals slowly caught onto the fresh fuel as tiny yellow flames started to burst out again. You could hear the low whispers of the fire and the sharp crackles of the air bubbles popping in the wood as it burned. The group sat quietly around the fire. Nothing needed to be said. That was the beauty of a nice quiet evening around a campfire. Sometimes you don't need to say anything for it to be a good time. After a long time, Koozie finally broke the silence. So... We were all remembering happy times from the camping trip, right? Uh, yeah, I think so, said Breaker Dan. That's what I thought, said Koozie. But then, why does it make me feel sad when I remember all those cool memories? I think it's because now it's over, said Hula Cats. Yeah, it never feels good to say goodbye, said Chip the Bear. But at least that's how you know it was a good time, said Rabbit Sebastian. When you don't want it to end. I love camping at all, said Sally Bright. But I'm really looking forward to a nice hot bath in my warm, cozy bed. Me too, said Hazel Breeze. This was a super fun camping trip, guys, said Cracker Jack. We made some pretty awesome memories together. We should do it again next year. Koozie's eyes got really bright. Oh, yeah, that's right. This isn't the last camping trip we'll ever have. We're going to go camping together next year. And with that, the eight friends sat in silence as the fire slowly died. The red hot embers glowed for a long time after the yellow flames disappeared. But when the flames died down, eight pairs of eyes slowly turned upward to the star-filled sky. There were millions of stars sparkling above their heads. It was like a Firefly family reunion. Every once in a while, someone would point out a satellite moving slowly across the sky. They even spotted three shooting stars. Deep down, Koozie was still sad that the camping trip was ending. But there was one thing he knew for sure. 
camping trips with his friends made him super, super happy. The end. Wow, that was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed the story. Please take a moment to write us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. And be sure to let your friends know about us and follow us on Instagram at George. In fact, you can send us a drawing of your favorite character or scene and we'll share it in our feed. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time for another adventure. Goodbye.